Hey, what's up everyone? Henry here, Disruptive Money Management. And today we're back to touch on a topic that I know is of utmost importance for many of you. And this is the second stimulus check update. Ever since the economy started deteriorating because of the coronavirus, millions of American lives have been upended. Unemployment is at a record high. A lot of us are stuck inside going mad, and there is a severe concern of how much worse it is going to get economically speaking. Well, I don't know the answer to that, but I hope that being able to provide you with a much-needed update on the second stimulus check should help give you a little sense of relief. Just to recap, the first round of stimulus was announced back in March. The stimulus bill was designed to inject money right into American lives to help offset a job loss, a decrease in wages, and just to help provide hope during these troubled times. The CARES Act provided $1,200 per adult for individuals whose adjusted gross income was less than $75,000 and $2,400 for couples earning below $150,000. They also offered an additional $500 per child that is under 17 years of age. Additionally, the CARES Act at the time prevented the possibility of being evicted if unable to pay rent. That package amounted to $2 trillion in total benefits. This second round of stimulus is currently undergoing negotiations between the Senate Republicans and the House Democrats. Weeks ago, the Democrats had already finalized a proposal, and it was just this past weekend that the Republicans had completed theirs. Now, with all things political, it is just a matter of both sides meeting in the middle. Here's what you should know. There is a second relief package coming, but the details are not fully decided upon yet. What I can tell you is what both sides are proposing and what you can expect. The Senate Republicans' total package amounts to $1 trillion, while the House Democrats' proposal stands at $3 trillion. From a stimulus check figure, the Republicans are proposing the following. 1200 per individual, 2400 for couples, and an additional 500 per dependent. The Democrats, on the other hand, are proposing the following. 1200 per individual, 2400 for couples, an additional 1200 for dependents, up to a maximum of $6,000 per household. The earned income limitations and the phase-out is the same as the CARES Act. So, simple enough to understand, if you received a check back in April, you again receive a check this next go-around. Now, unemployment has been a lifesaver for millions of Americans across the country who were laid off. The unemployment provision at the time had an extra $600 weekly bonus that was on top of the traditional unemployment amount. That benefit, the additional $600, is scheduled to end this week. The regular unemployment amounts are not much when it comes to sustaining a household. Depending on where you are in the country and how much you are making, the average unemployment amount across the country was about $300 a week. $300 a week is not enough, and it was never meant to be enough. Unemployment itself was only designed to be a stopgap during an unexpected job loss. However, when you add $600 to that amount, you're starting to see an amount that can keep up with fixed living expenses. The area of unemployment is vastly different in comparison to the stimulus check amounts. Both parties, Democrats and Republicans, are pushing to extend enhanced unemployment benefits, 
but at drastically different numbers. The Republicans are proposing an additional $200 a week. So again, it is currently at an additional $600. They want to bring that down to $200. They also want to keep this going through December 31st or until the states can make a change to capping unemployment at 70% of an individual's income. The Democrats are proposing keeping the exact same $600 weekly benefit all the way through January. So these figures are in an absolute opposite sides from one another. Unlike the stimulus checks, this is where we are going to have a lot of back and forth until they can come to an agreement. But again, knowing the low number of 200 and the high number of 600, we can expect it to fall somewhere in the middle. What is important is knowing that both sides, both parties are wanting to provide unemployment. And it's just a matter of them coming in to agree on a number. Okay, for all small business owners out there, the Republicans are proposing an extension for the current PPP package, albeit with some significant changes. The proposal for the Paycheck Protection Program would allow small businesses to apply for a second relief loan. However, the catch is that the small business must have fewer than 300 employees, and they must have lost at least 50% of their revenue for the first two quarters. The total amount has also been decreased from $10 million to $2 million maximum. The Democrats have not put forth a proposal on extending PPP but they are also not opposed to extending it if it comes down to it. What they did want to add was an additional $10 million to the EIDL, Economic Injury Disaster Loan. These loans were for those that, remember, was a smaller single lump sum that was sent to all qualified businesses. The EIDL was the Instant Forgiveness Loan, whereas the PPP had more strings attached. Education funding is another area, but it's pretty close in terms of negotiation. The Republicans want $105 billion to go towards schools, while the Democrats want $100 billion. Liability protection, however, is where they are at opposite ends. The Republicans want liability protection for schools, businesses, healthcare providers, and institutions, where they cannot be held liable for persons contracting the coronavirus on site. The Democrats on the other side are opposing this type of addition. Again, the Republicans want to prevent suits from being filed while Democrats want more guidelines and regulations on businesses to protect their employees. Lastly, local government funding is also where they are coming at odds. The Democrats want to provide $500 billion to states and $375 billion to local governments. This inclusion is to help offset the decreased taxes that have occurred at this time and to help cover the increased expenses relative to the coronavirus. The Republicans, on the other hand, did not specify additional budgets for this matter, but would rather prefer states tap into the existing $150 billion from the CARES Act. So there you have it. This new stimulus package proposal is still undergoing negotiations. But as I mentioned, if we read between the lines, we can almost make out what they are going to take out and keep. I think the biggest concern 
for everyone is wondering if there is another check coming, and I firmly believe that there will be. I also find, since both sides want to maintain enhanced unemployment, that the increased benefits will continue. But it's just a matter of how much it is going to be. Keep in mind that the Senate goes into recess August 6th, so we are coming up against a deadline. This decision needs to be finalized before that can happen. So it's going to be coming right around the corner. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I hope it helped alleviate some of that financial concern you might be having because of all that is going on. Once the final agreement has been made, I'll be releasing an update so you know for sure what it'll be. Please subscribe so that you don't miss the update. I wish you all a wonderful week. And if I can leave you with one last word, that is perseverance. We as humankind are known to endure and persevere. These difficult times are no different, but we will persevere. The podcast reflects the opinions of the hosts. The podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to serve as a recommendation to buy or sell any security and is not an offer or sale of a security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended to be the basis of any investment decision. Securities are offered through United Planners Financial Services, a member of FINRA and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Juncture Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Juncture Wealth Advisors LLC and United Planners are not affiliated.